Well, anyways. Is that stuff like, is it good in your tea? What's that? Is that good in your tea? It's great. Glad you're rocking the top bun. Oh, baby. Yeah, bringing the top bun back. The top knot? The top knot. Oh, you did post something. That's cool. Hmm. Getting on Instagram real quick. Well, you can do it again if you want. I'm going to do it right now. Welcome to the More Light Podcast. A podcast exploring family life in real time. <laughs> With me is my beautiful wife. Elizabeth. Hey guys. She really is beautiful. <laughs> Benjamin. Especially when she's rocking the, the top podcast. knot. The top knot. Been on the podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying how it is. We try our best to set up our kids for success during this time. Right, right. We're all quarantined. It's the coronavirus days. So we have our kids yeah. currently quarantined in, in their, their room. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see how this goes. If we have to interrupt for screaming, that's a that's a big possibility. Dude, I cannot imagine what they cannot find to do. I have set up a basketball, yeah. two basketballs. Yeah. I've set up all the yeah. magnets. Yeah. I set out like four different books. Yeah. I set up Levi's desk for literal success. For literal success. Dude, he can paint or color. Academia. He can write. Yes. He's writing grandma a, a letter. Yeah. Hey everyone, how's it going? It's snowing. I just need a food. Okay, that's totally fine. That's totally acceptable <laughs> very, in this household. Very acceptable. Very applauded. Uh, yeah, we. So I don't know if you know this, but if you if you don't, you know it now. We live in Denver, and it is currently snowing, in Denver right now. Just coming down like crazy. It's a spring snow. We have a lot of those. Man, it's crazy, dude. You have your spring rains. We have our spring snows. Who has spring rains? Midwest? The South? I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I'm not exactly sure. I gotcha. Like, Probably most of our listeners. Yeah, well, we don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know who would take the time to listen to us. I know. <laughs> talk about snow. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, hey, Calvin, he's coming, buddy. Just give him a second. We have, I don't know, I've been comforted by... Um, the jams we've been jamming too. Um, yeah, music's really powerful right now. I think anything right now in my life to get peace, to have some peace, especially in the chaos. Um, so I think, aren't you gonna do like a playlist? Yeah, for my blog this week, I'm gonna I'm gonna share a playlist that um, that we've that's been really helpful. Um, to our hearts and um, yeah so that's gonna be good because music's been big for me right now uh just being reminded of how how um what are you doing i had to post it really quick i was very distracted i'm sorry guys just how music has helped me um bring me back to truth you know yeah it's helped it helps calm fears it helps get me out of my head yeah um, just it, it it like preaches the gospel to me mm-hmm. and i you know i need the gospel right now especially um you know right now as we're going through all this stuff um, yeah. and so 
Rock of Age has been a big part for me, actually. I've been um, working on arranging um, Rock of Ages. And actually, I'm really excited to work on that today. And I'm really excited to put it on When We Doubt. So if you haven't already um, checked it out, um, some of our, some of our uh, hymns and songs that help us in times of doubt, uh, I've put on um, Bandcamp. So I'm working on Rock of Ages, which has just been really helpful for me right now, just to remember him as a rock, um, something steady, unmovable, um, in, yeah, in the chaos. So we were really hoping to just spend a little bit of time, and not a whole lot of time, but just some time talking about fear. And um, we just felt like it was an appropriate response in all that's happening with the coronavirus um, and all that's happening in our hearts. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, the virus has only amplified what is already happening in our hearts, and we're already very fearful people. Um, and... I am an Enneagram 6 for all those Enneagram lovers. We are very motivated by fear. Hmm, yeah. Which ironically, I'm not really nervous. I'm not nervous about this virus, but that's because, well, as Enneagram 6 people, we're very prepared. And this, is a really, this is a really broad stroke. Yeah. But we're really prepared people, so I feel like... Yeah. I feel like we were pretty prepared to just support ourselves right now to fight against the virus. But I think we are fearful of spreading it to people that we love. And so we're really trying to do our part to stay home. Mm-hmm. Stay home with Levi for four weeks. Well, now it was April 7th, but then then the governor just said it's April 17th. And, and right. now he's not even sure if we're going to reconvene. Right. So we might not even be going back to school. Yeah, we we really are trying to get creative. Like we're trying to get creative around here, because man, when when they when the when Levi's home from school, you know, you have to figure out how to use your time. Um, so yeah, just a general uh, overview or an idea of where we're going. I just want to talk through what fear is. Just talk through like some of those ideas, and sort of. Um, how does it link into our family um, in the way that we're doing family life? Where do we see some of these things playing out in our own life? Uh, and so that's sort of the direction. And in my journal this morning, I, I just was kind of writing out some ideas of what fear is and how it's affected me personally. Um, and so I'm just going to read those ideas from my journal, actually, that I was working through this morning. But I wrote this, fear like anxiety swells up inside of us when swells up inside of us when what we love or treasure most is at risk or in danger as our lack of control over situations and circumstances progress fears and anxieties often become all-consuming um, they have a paralyzing effect mm. As we continue to trust in our own abilities to handle or to control that which is uncontrollable. So they have a paralyzing effect as we trust in our own abilities to try to handle or control the uncontrollable. This is when fear plays a really like loud part of my life is when I'm trying to control that which is uncontrollable. So uh, I go on to write... Stunned by fear, we, we wonder 
what will become of us? What will become of our most valued possessions? We often doubt we often doubt the good of God and would much rather endlessly search for something to calm our fears, to crowd our life with. Um, and so I, th- I think that those are some things we need to talk about. Uh, and as I was writing this this morning, I was convicted of, of how true this is. The things that are uncontrollable scare me. Uh, the things that yeah. the things that I I can't change. I don't have the power to change because the power that's outside of me is so much greater mm-hmm. than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that sort of as a definition for us to roll with here today, I actually wanted to spend some time in the boat with Jesus and his disciples. Yeah, it's a great spot. Because I think as we look at that story, we're able to see, um, we're able to see not only are his disciples scared or afraid mm-hmm. of the storm, mm-hmm. but they also, they also see that Jesus is frightening as well. Yeah. Um, so we're, uh, we're, we're really hoping to get a lot from this story today. And if you've never read this story before, I, um, I highly recommend it now, especially, um, in the current time we're, we're facing. Um, so yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about that story. Tim Keller in his book, um, King's Cross, which I think it's called something else now. It's called um, the Cross of Christ, or something like that. Oh, did he change the title? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I just know this is one of your favorites. It's my favorite book. Yeah. I think I think it's my favorite book, or at least top top three for sure. Which is, I actually haven't read the whole thing. Yeah. But is it, it's just him like talking through Mark, is that right? That's just him talking through Mark, the account of Jesus in the Gospel of Mark. So we're we're gonna look at this story, um, and considering you know fear, the nature of it, and how some of these things actually leak into our family too. Yeah. Um, but this is from Mark chapter four, thirty-eight through forty-one. Uh, the disciples woke and said to him, Teacher. Don't you care if we drown? Just for context of the story, his disciples are in this boat with Jesus and this massive overwhelming storm is just whirling around them. And so the disciples are asking Jesus, who's actually asleep, don't you care if we drown? Uh, Jesus got up, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked, and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. 
Um, so part of this idea of fear, which I was um, sort of giving us a general definition for earlier, is that when fears come, when they swell up inside of us, uh, when we're at our end, when we have no control over what's happening around us, something Mark is really wanting to show and teach us is to fight fear with fear. Mm. Because in this story, Mark wants us to see, he's wanting to show us the, the power of Jesus over the storm. Yeah. Um, this idea of fighting fear with fear is really important, and um, Keller kind of points or hits on that in this book. Um, and he writes, "The storm had immense power; they could not control it. Jesus had infinitely more power, so they had even less control over him. But there's a huge difference. A storm does not love you. Nature is going to wear you down." destroy you. If you live a long time, eventually your body will give out and you'll die. And maybe it will happen sooner through an earthquake, a fire, or some other disaster. Nature is violent and overwhelming. It's, un, it's unmanageable power and it's going to get you sooner or later. You may say that's true, but if I go to Jesus, he's not under my control either. He lets things happen that I don't understand. Mm -hmm. He doesn't do things according to my plan mm -hmm. or in a way that makes sense to me. But if Jesus is God, then he's got to be great enough to have some reasons to let you go through the things you can't understand. His power is unbounded, but so are his wisdom and his love. It's mm -hmm. so good to hear. I was really encouraged and refreshed by that word. Yeah. Um, it's a trustworthy power. It's a trustworthy power. Um, one day I was, I think you were outside doing yard work or something. Mm -hmm. um, and I look over and there goes Calvin rolling down the stairs like a bowling ball. <laughs> He's a pretty thick kid. <laughs> that would be exactly like a bowling ball. <laughs> and actually, it was probably more like a mm -hmm. like a two by four. Like a domino. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like a domino or a slinky. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. perfect. Okay, slinky. Because you know he's kind but of but like a, a little thicker. Because you know he's kind of a dense boy. <laughs> yeah. He really is, guys. If you if you if you know him, you're just you're gonna love this. No, exactly like a slinky. <laughs> Like a big, thick slinky. Head first, feet first, head first, feet, you know. And I I think you were outside and you didn't hear me cussing up a storm. But <laughs> I was so full of fear. Mm -hmm. I was out of control. The whole thing. I could not control that situation. Tim Keller is pointing out, though, in this book, that the power of Jesus is different than the power of nature. The power of nature doesn't love us, um, but the power of Jesus does love us. So when we fight fear with fear, um, what, what we're trying to communicate in that is we're trying to say, fear Jesus. Mm 
but in no, but there is a difference between the worldly fear and this other this other fear we're talking about. Fear Jesus because love comes with His power. Mm-hmm. If there's anything I want you to hear from this podcast today, it's that. It's that His power comes with love, mm-hmm. and that makes that makes the whole thing different. Mm-hmm. I don't have to fear outside forces. I don't have to fear what's happening with the with the virus because it's. Its goal is destruction for my life. Mm-hmm. But that's not the goal of Jesus. Mm. <clears throat> he has different intentions. <clears throat> yeah, he does. I mean, there's so many things I'm so fearful with. Maybe with our family. I I just don't. I always I think I have so much more control than I actually have in regards to like the outcome of their life. And and we do. We do have a lot of like influence on their outcome of life, but I I can't control if they're always going to be safe or if they're always going to be well. Um I can't protect them against everything. That's terrifying. Mm. Yeah. I think that's huge, dude, what you just said, because um, especially as they go to school. Um, that's, been, that's been so hard to navigate with Levi going to kindergarten. Um, I had so much more confidence going into it or like the year before and now I'm just uncertain. I there's there's so many influences, so many outside um, voices, and man, I'm I'm terrified that I'm I've made the wrong we've made the wrong decision, or we'll make the wrong decision, or um, yeah, yeah, those things are. And I I don't scary. think it's just in our kids either. I think it's in our marriage. Yeah. Things can leak in, like fearful things can leak into our marriage even. Well, definitely. A lot of things can take a toll on our marriage. Yeah. But fear, I think you'll find it's kind of tricky and sneaky because um, these worldly fears um, that we're we're trying to attempt to control the uncontrollable, Mm -hmm. there's like hints of them and everything. Mm. Um, I was uh, shuffling through Sally Lloyd-Jones' book <laughs> with the kiddos this morning. Um, did you mark something there? I think you did. Did you dog fuck? Your, yeah. Whatever that is one, one of those. Yeah. Um, if you haven't <clears throat> discovered Sally Lloyd-Jones yet, you, you, you should, if, especially if you had... I mean, if you, even if you don't have kids, you should read it. It's really awesome. But um, this little book is called... uh, Thoughts to Make Your Heart Sing. Thoughts to Make Your Heart Sing. And I've never read a kid's book before where, you know, Jonathan Edwards is quoted or (laughs) Dr. 
Martin Lloyd-Jones is quoted a lot in that book. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? <laughs> I haven't read this one a ton. Uh, I yeah. read her other one more. I'm like, wow. Yeah. She's like, she's like theologizing my kids already. It's so awesome. She's great. Um, but with these ideas of fear and anxiety and um, fighting fear with fear and, and knowing that, that Christ has proven his love for us on the cross, she actually has a little, um, a little story in there that was really helpful to me. And I don't know if I need to read it. Let's read it. But the, okay, is it? Um, yeah, this one? I think, yeah, that one has something to do with what I'm talking about. Yeah, let's, well, let's read that one. Yeah, it's called Let the Sun In. When you open the windows, do you have to beg the fresh air to come in? Or when you open the curtains in the morning, do you have to argue with the sun to make it shine into your room? How silly. You just open the windows and the air flows in. You open the curtains and the sun shines in. The Bible says it's like that with God's peace. It will flow into our hearts if we let it. Are you worried? Are you anxious? Is anything troubling you today? Don't try to work it all out by yourself. Let God's peace flow in like sunshine into a dark room. Mm-hmm. And she quotes Colossians 3.15 that reads, Let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. Yeah. I mean, it makes me cry. It's just beautiful language. Yeah, that is beautiful language. Um, and I, I wanted to end our time with that way of thinking. Yeah. Um, this isn't overly complicated. We just really want to encourage you during this time to let the peace of Christ rule mm-hmm. in your hearts. When um, just in considering the amount of time we'll we'll be spending at home and away from people that we love, um, and we don't really know how long. I've heard from a couple people how bored they are, and, and I am too. I'm bored. I'm um, I'm kind of coping with in, in ways that um, are unhealthy, probably, <laughs> like picking up my phone more or snacking more, um, or just or just things where they don't help my soul. And so we've taken a couple days just to reflect on that and to see how that hasn't been fruitful. Mm-hmm. And so we want to let that sun in. We want more light and um, really lean into the silence, uh, press into it or press into things where you're putting truth into your yeah. head and heart mm-hmm. that's good. and um, then the peace of Christ will rule. And so that's kind of the point in making this playlist too. It's another means of letting truth into your heart in a way that's beautiful and stirs your <coughs> whole being. And mm-hmm. um, what, is, what is your blog going to be about? So I'm going to write on love and fear. Okay. And this is a great way for us to end this time together. Because when in Colossians 3.15, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. What I'm going to talk about um, is simply the object of your love. Hmm. Um, when, when Paul says, let it rule, mm-hmm. let it reign. Yeah. Let it be the object of your love. Let Christ mm-hmm. be the object of your love. Mm-hmm. Fears, they suffocate. Worldly fears suffocate 
in that atmosphere. That they, really they can't survive in that in that way of li- they can't live in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we want to fight against fear with the love of Christ. The the past couple of days we've gotten up in the morning and the Lord has just spoken to us in his word in this weird time that we're in and and it changes it's changed our fear mm-hmm. it's pointed our fear towards mm-hmm. a better fear mm. and um, yeah we we want to encourage you to do the same yeah we really do I, I maybe I'll just read for you just a little excerpt of this blog I'm working on um, but I wrote deep-seated fears correspond with the object of our love If comfort is the object, we will fear as it is slowly being taken away. Hmm. If stability be the object, fears will overtake overtake us as we see the stable things in life become unstable. Hmm. As Christians, Jesus alone is to be the object of our love. He alone has the power both to handle and dissolve our earthly fears. So just a a fundamental question I'm tackling with this blog is, well, what is controlling you? What is is controlling you? Is the love of Christ controlling you? Or is something else, love of comfort, power, stability, reputation, safety, approval, death? And so these things I'm, I'm just really excited to to uh to write about and, and get out towards you um in your way um and and listen like we're not perfect at this uh, i mean we just we, we just confessed how we failed at it earlier this week already in our corona quarantine <laughs> yeah like <laughs> We want Jesus to rule in our hearts. Yeah. We want him to be the object of our love. Feel the void and fight against it. I, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of what happened is I, I just <clears throat> had this huge void. Yeah. Of like, now what? What am I going to do? And, man, I need guidance. And I need to see the Lord in this. And Sometimes they overtake me, baby, in the yeah. shower. Sometimes with fears. They just, like, come yeah. over me like a wave, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's what... I think that's what you mean is like be sensitive to what those are doing to you. Yeah. And we we talked about this on our walk, but this idea of like memorizing scripture. Yeah. I've never even done it, but mm-hmm. you know. I think ways that can help with that are take a passage if you're having just a really hard time reading through it and try to paraphrase it, so rewrite it in a way that kind of makes sense and then pray through it too. Mm, confess the ways yeah. that confess the ways that you this is not that that truth is not true in your life or in your heart and guys the lord the lord will be gracious to give you himself and he works slowly over time i, I wish there was some easy and fast way that we could give you guys to overcome your fear but the truth is is you're gonna this is like the lord just doesn't work according to time like we want him to and yeah. we live in such a fast-paced culture that we don't even know how to get by in this quarantine. Oh, I know. We, uh, I mean, yeah. it's it's a it's supposed to be simple, but it's hard. And I think the Lord has some 
really sweet things to work out in our hearts during this time. Um, if you would just listen, yeah. if you would make the space to listen. And we know you have space right now. <laughs> Unless yeah. you're working in a grocery store and, or some sort of other service that can't shut down. And for that, wow, we are so thankful that you're out there. Um, mm. And I'm going to get groceries today. And... I am so thankful there are resources here for us. Yeah, and I, I want to actually supply with some resources that I've been dipping into on this idea of fear. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm going to be putting below this on, in the resource section um, Edward Welch's book, Running Scared. It's mm-hmm. a book on fear. I'm also going to attach an article from Table Talk magazine on fear. I thought it was really helpful um, in that it gave more specific ideas behind, okay, what are these differences between worldly fear and, and, and this other fear we're talking about? And um, mm-hmm. I believe his name is, I shouldn't say it because I don't know it fully. But I'm going to post that article because I thought that was helpful. He talked about Martin Luther's two distinctions of those. And what, what is it? Well, I was going to say, I man was this morning just thinking and wanting to share with all of you. If you find yourself with extra time right now. Um, I think one of the most important books that you could get and work through is the book of Waking Up. Um, Waking Up into the Divine Love of God by Seth Haynes. And so I'd like to like to post that as well. Yeah. Um, it's just a book that shows you the ways that uh, we try to cope with the stuff of life, the hard stuff of life, in ways that you subconsciously do, whether you, whether you know it or not. And so mm-hmm. it's really yeah. been, um, it's been exposing for me and it will expose your fears so we'll have those resources up and available for you um uh, be sure to check out our blog posts this week i think they're gonna be really good we're gonna have a, uh, we're gonna have a playlist and then i'm gonna do something on love and fear and then if you want to check out uh, rock of ages i am going to be hopefully putting it on Bandcamp sometime this week so cool. yeah we love you guys thanks for hanging out with us And um, we'll see you next time. And um, yeah, we're excited. Right in time. Right in time. (laughs) See you, bye.